thinks that they're all wrong. One's American and one is an Aussie. Talking about StarCraft 2 and the esports scene. Hello. Welcome to the podcast, Falcon. Thank you, Somacron. It's always such a nice, warm welcome. I mean, is it really that warm? It doesn't uh, like I, I wasn't being like, "Oh, welcome, 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 welcome." I'm glad to have you here. It was polite, it's, maybe. I don't know about warm. Well, it's about as warm as you get, so I'll take it. <laughs> you don't. You don't think I get any warmer than that? I do not. Oh, no. okay. Fair enough. I am a cold-hearted being, I suppose. I mean, do you disagree with me? No, not in any particular point. <laughs> All right, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> All right, so I have a lot of t- to talk about today. You want to start with GSL? Yeah, let's start with GSL. We've had precisely one group done. We have. Uh huh. Yeah, and. I tried to just claw out some time today to watch a bunch of it, and I did. I didn't get all the way through Neither did the I. last hour, but I watched the first two and a half hours of the VOD on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And I, I don't know, nothing crazy about any of these matches, I don't think. No, no. Um, I think the results are more or less expected. Yes. Um, Doc getting out 4-0, no surprise. No, no, I don't think so. I kind of don't know. I kind of expected Classic to be able to take a game off him because Classic's given Rogue some issues in the mm-hmm. uh, Freak of Worlds, but I don't but... know. Maybe Dark and Rogue are just different play styles. I mean, maybe. On the other hand, maybe Classic was like, I'm going to open Void Rays right after they've been nerfed. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Patch notes? What are those? <laughs> <laughs> Patch notes haven't, haven't been translated into Korean, so they're not, they're not sure what actually the changes actually were yet. <laughs> uh, Very true. The one intern hasn't gotten to it yet, so they just don't right. know. You have no idea. So yeah, game one of the Dark versus Classic series is probably the most interesting one. It mm-hmm. was yeah, opening Void Rays, kind of opening a little Sky Tossy with Oracle and stuff, and. Mm-hmm. And then Dark was just like, I'm a Nidus, you in your main, because you have no vision in this corner at all. Uh, yep. So it's like, sure, the void or the Nidus Worm got buffed in that it comes with some extra creep for queens to toss creep tumors onto. Mm-hmm. But he didn't need it. <laughs> like The old Nidus would have worked exactly the same way, because and- Classic did not respond to it at all. <laughs> it was not there. That is entirely true. And then more Nidus's came down, a creep tumor did eventually go down, and creep spread a little, and I did have to see Classic pulling, I uh, know, Dark pulling his queens back to the creep to transfuse when he realized he couldn't. That's uh, true. That was he, interesting. He did have to do it. It didn't seem to matter, but no. it, it, it it was probably something just like, oh, I'm so used to just being able to, like, spam T and click, right? To right. mass transfuse everything that he has. He's like, oh, I can't do this anymore. All right, walk back. All right, now do it. You can hear him frantically slamming the T over and over. He's like, come on! What's wrong with you? <laughs> you have the energy. I see it. <laughs> so he didn't read the patch notes either. He just, like, no. figured this out on the fly. He's like, how come? Maybe if I put them on the creep, they can... Oh, okay, there mm. we go. <laughs> I mean, imagine if he paused the game and he's like, I think I've got a bug. You know, <laughs> my queen won't transfuse. Uh, I think we need to remake. 
calls the ref over. Hey, uh, so something weird just happened. <laughs> oh uh. I like this world where the Koreans have no idea the patch notes are out. Like the new patch is real is live. That's very good. Well, looking at Battle.net, I wouldn't tell you. They still That's have true. not published the patch notes to like the patch notes <laughs> section of the game folder. So Good point. Yep. Which they probably should do. They probably these, should do. One of these days. I, w- I would like it. Yeah. I mean, it makes no difference. I know the changes, but I think just keeping the game up to date is something that they should do. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I don't know. Also, like, yeah. Ian, the StarCraft II intern, who's the only person working on the project, if you mm-hmm. would just take a couple of minutes and just update that, that'd be really great. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I believe it's possible he doesn't know how it's done. It hasn't been done in six months at the very least. Uh, oh, that's true. It's probably going to take him a little bit longer because he needs to figure out how to do it. Right. He needs to find the pamphlet-sized instructions the last intern left. Uh, <laughs> which Well, it's like several interns ago, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I because mean, I, I the last intern it... to do the patch note thing was like two years ago now. So they've had multiple interns that have just taken the job since then and replaced. Well, well, we had we had new maps. And we got a patch notes for that six months ago. Oh, that's true. Okay, so maybe it is the same intern. Then. It might be. I'm assuming interns are about six months. They might be three or four. So, yeah, I think three months is a pretty solid unpaid intern amount mm-hmm. of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. You know, mm. at least two interns ago, it's possible that when there were some lawsuits going around, they just got told to shred everything, and like that's why he can't find the instructions. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, you're probably right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate that. All I'm right. right, but yeah, I know that hurts me, but it's so probably accurate. Bleh. All right, so yeah, Dark 2 O's classic. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of 2 O's, actually. The first three matches were all 2 O's. DRG 2 O'ing Dream, and then Dark 2 O'ing DRG. Yeah. To get out and the classic yeah. finally got one map against Dream and took him down, or then yeah. eventually two, which is nice. Yep, yep. They dropped the first one, then the, one, the last two. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Classic was really insistent on using Sky Toss versus Dream in this series. Mm-hmm. He was like, Carriers are viable. And it's like, are they? Are they? Are they? That viable? <laughs> like, really? Like, I'm going to make a lot of Void Rays. And it's like, against Terran. Like, I mean, he got the win. Okay. Yeah, he did. But it was like harder than it needed to be. I don't know, uh, man. It was very strange. He had one game where he just went Colossus Carrier. <laughs> that was his comp. And Tastosis was like, so this is interesting. <laughs> they were really confused by it. Are we sure that was the actual classic in Dream, not just like a couple of platinum level players? Yeah, right? Some plat kid who's like, oh, carriers are good, and Colossus are so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brainstorm. Yeah. That is that is a very plat strategy, but hey, it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah good Other plan. than that, the one thing I did want to bring up was during the what series was this? DRG versus Dream series. Okay. Uh, Tastosis was talking about the incredible cost efficiency of Bane Wings, and it's like you know, it's they're super cheap and they do splash damage, and they'll take eight Marines with them just for one Bane Wing, and they're so good. The most cost efficient unit in the game, 
And then, no joke, like two minutes later, DRG is rolling like 15 banelings into a base, and a widow, two widowines just go, <laughs> and they're all gone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and did they say, oh no, maybe we're wrong about this? Maybe widow mines are the most cost efficient unit. Because <laughs> well, it was literally one hit, bam, eight widow mines gone. Another hit, bam, seven widow mines gone. And it was like, hmm. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, Widow Mines might have a spike of cost efficiency where you're going to get those, you know, once a tournament connections where you get like a thousand drones with a single Widow Mine because they stack. Like, it's possible. But on average, they don't really do that because splits are so good. Banelings? No. Well, not 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 usually splits against banelings, but in other areas, like people will split against. They'll see widow mines and be like, "Oh, there's the line. Just drag off this one unit." Sure, the elite players do. Serral does it. Rainer does it. Dark does it. Rogue does it. But the (laughs) The, second tier of like Zergs, like Solar, are just like, "I'm gonna eat this." Like they are (laughs) not paying that much attention to their Zerglings that they're running around. Right, but I mean, the players that we're talking about are in that first tier. And the, the people that they were casting when they mentioned that Banelings were the most cost efficient were also the same players. So, I, yeah. yeah, obviously bottom tier players, everything's wacky. Like you get to Bronze and Broodlords are the most cost efficient unit because nobody knows how to make anything that shoots up, right? Right, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Um, but I just, every long ZVT that I cast, there's at least one time a Widow Mine gets like eight Banes. There just mm. is. Even for Serral, even for Rainer, even for Dark. Really? Like, they'll do an amazing job of it over and over and over and over again, but by the 18th time, a Widow Mine's going for the Rainling Clump, it's like, all right, that one hit. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I think it might be more frequent, but, mm. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, overall, I don't think... Banelings make more connections with clumps of Marines than Widow Mines make clump connections with clumps of Banelings. I would say so. Yeah. Uh, in those speci- two specific instances, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we see Banelings, mm, I don't know, they're just more friendly and you can make more of them and that makes them up here more cost effective. Even though, in theory, if you make more of them, you're spending more on them. Um, yeah, and even though running twelve, like 20 Banelings at a group of bio mm-hmm. might get some good results, but it's 20 Banelings. <laughs> Nobody makes 20 Widow Lines in professional games. Mm-hmm. At least not all at the same time. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty unlikely. It's been a while since we've seen Mass Widow Mine games. I think I right. have seen it though. It was I like, too, but it was forever I, ago. It must yeah. be like five, six years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah Somebody yeah. tried it in some kind of dream hack. I want to say like the earlier rounds. Okay. And this poor Zerg just like struggled so mightily <laughs> to deal with it. <laughs> there were just like 30 widow mines outside of the front door of his natural and he was like I'll use roaches and it's like no no, no hydras <laughs> yeah like please make some hydralisks for the love of everything yeah oh. it, I still have like PTSD from that because I don't remember who the zerg was it was nobody we know obviously right, but, right. it was just so sad oh, that's unfortunate yeah anywho and then like widow mines too and widow mine drops against protoss they're pretty common but it's pretty rare at the highest level mm-hmm. for what of mine drops to get like 12 probes right right so it's a, it's a all little the good protoss, all the good protoss respond to it really well uh, i mean yeah but we do get a i i, I actually think maybe where mines kill 
like in, in one big like oh my god they just got like 12 probes Widowmans kill more probes than they do uh, Banelings, like, in the reverse. So, like, you know, you were talking about how Widowmans get, like, a giant clump of Banelings, and you see that pretty often in a TBZ. Yeah. I feel like we see Widowmans getting giant clumps of probes more often in TBP. I feel like that's more often, because Widowmind drops are just so common. Well, the first one, with the standard timing, Protoss are ready for it, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So that one, not so much, but you're right. Subsequent Widow Mind drops that aren't at an established time and require you to babysit your probe line all the time mm. is that's rough. And those do get pretty good. But also, Widow Mind drops against Zerg are the same way. Yeah. I think Zergs are far less used to dealing with Widow Mind drops. And when they show up mm-hmm. at the 16 minute mark, it's just like, all right, that neural line's dead. <laughs> and maybe it doesn't matter as much at the 16 minute mark because Rainer just throws up another 18 drones and he's fine. Right, right. So it just goes, well, I'll just hold down the D key for about half a second, burn through a third of my lava, and it's all good. Right. And the elite Zerg players can pull that off. I think that probably hurt a lower level Zerg. Yeah. Uh, more than somebody who's insane like Rainer, but mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I, mm, I just... Maybe because it's more spectacular that you get the one Widow Mine that takes out ten Banelings. It just sticks mm-hmm. in your mind more. Mm-hmm. Sure. Whereas eight banelings rolling the clump of marines and killing twelve of them is like okay, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> like it's not as spectacular and like incredibly cost efficient, even though it it's really cost efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. it was just I just thought it was funny they were talking how about how amazing banelings were, and then they instantly got pwned by the widow mine, which is up there. So. Mm-hmm. Good times. Good times watching StarCraft. Good times. Speaking of StarCraft, and a mm. maybe slightly inappropriate name for the event, Nation Wars is back. <laughs> <laughs> Timing could be better on this event. <laughs> could be better, but you get to vote for your favorite players and have them come play. Oh, um, no. It's not all voting, is it? I don't believe so. Because we but... know what happens when we give the internet all the control over something like this. In theory, yes. I, I'm looking at the results because it like they're open results as you vote. You can see how other people are voting. All the people you expect to go through in from the country are going through. Okay, uh, so StarCraft fans are not trolls. No, not in well, this anyway. <laughs> I mean, it is definitely interesting that we have a bunch of countries with players we don't know, and seeing where yeah. the votes go there, you can kind of make a guess about the names. Like, there's one country. I don't remember what it is, but they have a player called Loki. And I'm like, I, I when I was voting, I'm like, I absolutely bet that this player, simply because of the fun name, is getting votes. And sure enough, he's at the top of the list. <laughs> it was Chile, yeah. Um, not a lot of votes coming in for Chile. I think some people are just like voting for the popular countries. Um, but Loki has three times the amount of votes, or twice, just over twice as many as the next person in his group. So there's a country here called Peace. Is there? Where? Yes. At the bottom. The bottom? Like Israel's at the bottom. In the second lineup, there's a country called Peace. Uh, yeah, that's Russia. <laughs> ah. Oh, yeah. Skillis is in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. I should have known what it was. Oh, that's great. Yep. And then... Yeah, there are a bunch of players here I have never heard of. I like that Belgium has a player called Lucas Dot. <laughs> sure. Yep. 
Don't know why, but they've only why got not? two players, Lucas Dart and Great Teacher, and there's two votes apart. <laughs> like, it's neck and neck for them. Oh, Probe's not playing. No, I noticed that. Hmm. Who the heck is Oreo? It's a good name. No idea. I like the name Oreo. Do you know who Stardock is? No idea. Yeah, not a, no idea either. I don't know why Probe's no. not playing. He's probably busy with schoolwork or getting a job. Yeah. Uh, I think you might be finished for uni now. Adulting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Man, there are some countries here. It's like mm-hmm. Malaysia has a StarCraft presence, really? <laughs> I got two players. Dang. Two whole players. Uh, well, two players who at least made GM and knew to sign up for this. That's, sure, 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 sure. Well, knew to sign up for this and had passports that they could submit like <laughs> photos of to prove that they could travel for the event. Right. Uh, That's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, hmm. Yeah. We don't get... Okay, there we go. The Korea list is interesting. Mm-hmm. It is, because a lot of names there you wouldn't expect. Like None Prince. of the... Like, yeah. So I, mean, I guess the best players here are Solar and Zone? I would say so, yeah. But Kira, I, mean, I guess. Beyond's going through, because he's the most popular player out of there. Yeah, for sure. Um, he's the longest, most famous player of any of these. It's true. So I, I, don't, I haven't looked... I, I've got Liquipedia open on my other monitor. I should see if there's a bracket or something available for... See if actually there's other Koreans going through because like there's no Dark or Rogue or yeah. anyone else. Well, it can't be this tournament because this tournament's done. It is from 2014. Thanks, Liquipedia. <laughs> A little old. Yeah. <laughs> I just searched for Nation Wars and it's like, here you go. 2014 tournament. Super helpful. It won't even give me like a here's the most recent one either. Wow. Ugh. Who's running this website? I like you and me. It's true. I think I found it. Nation was seven by the looks of it. Everything is TBD. Cool. Uh, yeah. Super useful. Yep. And there isn't even a page for the qualifiers. Great. So maybe only Beyond gets through. Who knows? Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. So whoever designed this page, instead of just making the country names like searchable text in mm-hmm. Chrome or whatever. Oh, the images? You have a, yeah. You have to, there's, they included a search bar to search for the country <laughs> names instead of just having you do control F. <laughs> the whole thing's an image. It's dumb. <laughs> really uh, bad website design. That's great. But at least they gave us the search. So that's nice. It's true. Yeah. They foresaw the problem and not gave a solution. That. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just being like, make the text actual text. Nope. I, I mean, they were also foreseeing enough to, like, I searched for America and it gave me USA, despite it being called USA. Ooh, smart searching. Yeah. That's pretty good. I am surprised Neeb is getting this many votes compared to, like, M. Canning, to be honest. Well, I mean, Neeb has the history, right? Neeb did right. that one thing that one time, and that's all anybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> he did that right, one thing. right? But M. Canning's that guy who did that one thing that one time as well, right? Like not this on is, how big a stage as Neeb did that one thing. Not quite as time. big a stage, right? Right. But this is a popularity contest, and I'm like, well, Beyond's getting through. 
I would have expected M. Canning. I, I, I think M. Canning's the more USA, USA kind of well, guy. Yes, because that's his branding. Exactly. Yes, absolutely true. And so when you have an event based on where you're from, you want someone who can represent. I don't think Neeb's that guy. He's going to be like, uh, cheer for me. I have to play good games. I don't think I practice very well, and I'm not very confident. Like, <laughs> that's it. That's all he'll say the entire event. Yeah, no, you're right. He doesn't have the bigger personality and the more American-centric personality that M. Canning does. Mm-hmm. Accurate. Exactly. So, I mean, I prefer to see M. Canning represent because, first of all, I think he cares more than Neeb does in general about everything <laughs> <laughs> in the whole world. Ne- uh, ne- Neeb's living large on his ting checks. <laughs> He's taking royalty. Yes. Well, since he started getting that ting money, he just hasn't had the passion anymore. <laughs> anyway, should be fun. Should be excellent. Mm-hmm. France is probably a favorite again. I mean, Clem. Yeah. Yeah. Clem alone. Clem alone has 1,200 votes. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Uh, Where's Big Gabe? Oh, there he is. Yeah, here, Marine. He's top of. I see him. Yeah. Well, he's on the bottom of the list of players for me when I pulled it up. So I was like, Showtime, Lambo, Forge. Who's Forge on me? Where's Big Gabe? Then it was the last one. Uh, Let's see. Poland with the laser to some extent. Mm-hmm. Kelazer for Brazil. Kelazer hasn't done anything forever, though. No. I don't think he even lives in Brazil anymore. He lives in, like, Norway or something because he's got dual citizenship. Yeah. He's doing education in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think people are voting for Solia from Spain for the lulls just to see if they can get some coaching out of him, maybe. <laughs> oh, it's uh, oh, so good. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for Nation Wars, I guess. That's it for Nation Wars. Well,. <laughs> We'll, t- we'll continue the story as it unfolds in six yes. weeks. Stay tuned. Actually, when is this tournament? Oh, it's in another two months. Cool. I'm going to forget all about it. Yep. Um, Can't wait to go through that poll again. I know, right? It's going to be great. Well, good. Let's see what else is going on. Uh, I guess CD Projekt Red officially announced Twitter 4. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's being worked on, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they've been talking about it for a couple years now. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. obviously. Here's the thing. Witcher 3 is one of the most successful video games of all time. It is one of the best Ooh. sellers of all time. So for them to be like, oh, I'm just done with the Witcher series now. We're not going to bother with the 4. It does. I mean, Witcher 3 is obviously very successful, but... yes. I wouldn't put it in like the top 10 or top 20 even. Well, are you including Candy Crush and Minecraft? Well, Minecraft, yeah, but Minecraft is not in the same category as Candy Crush. Okay, I just found it. So you tell me where you think it is on the list. I've got one through 50 here and it's on the list. Uh, 23. 19. That's close. So I'd I was... say that's one of the best-selling video games of all time out of I mean, all it's... the bajillion video games ever. It's barely top 20. Yeah, but I mean, we've got Super Mario Brothers on here. Uh-huh. We're going back 40 <laughs> years with this stuff. Yeah, sorry. So <laughs> like... It's tied with 
Skyrim. Mm. Okay. That's amazing considering how many times that's been released on different platforms. Well, I mean, it's it, it tied just with... came out. It just came out. <laughs> I'm surprised you can't play Skyrim on that list. <laughs> <laughs> the Wikipedia platform for Skyrim. Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Diablo 3. Okay. I mean, it's not bad company, honestly. Send me that list. Because is it ju- is that what's around it? Yeah, me- that's what okay. it's tied with for 19th. Okay. Interesting. So I'm the just- ones above that are stuff like Terraria, Mario Kart Wii, a lot of Mario stuff. Red Dead okay. Redemption 2 is 10 with Tetris. Grand Theft Auto 5 is 2, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wait, Tetris is on here twice. Oh, the Nintendo version of Tetris versus the EA version of Tetris. They're different things, apparently. Sure. That's stupid. And so yeah. much Mario. So much Mario. Super Mario Brothers. Mario Kart 8. Like, mm-hmm. man, Mario Kart Wii. Wii Sports Resort. Super Mario Bros. New Super Mario Bros. It's like the top 20 is all Mario. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking if you collapse all these things down into their franchises, I still don't know if it makes top 10. Witcher? Um, yeah. Okay, so Minecraft its own thing. Grand Theft Auto V is its own thing. Tetris, we're going to remove one for Tetris because it's on there twice. Uh-huh. Wii Sports, we're going to remove one because it has a Wii Sports Resort on there too, and that's the same thing. Yes, no? No, but is Wii Sports in the top 10? Well, yeah, Wii, Sports Wii Sports is, is but four. not... Whereas Wii, Wii Sports... 16. Resort. Well, it doesn't count because we're only here about the top 10. But if we cut enough from 1 through 20, it might put Witcher 3 into top 10. Uh no, because I don't think you can. There's enough to cut in the top ten, like even like the top oh. fifteen. If you can't cut five things from the top ten, then fifteen won't make it in. And there's not five things to cut. There's two. There's Tetris and Tetris. Wii Sports, maybe. I mean, Wii Sports. And maybe we fit, we can cheat and call the same thing. Well, or maybe Mario like... Brothers and Mario Kart. Like you can cut one of them because that's Mario. Right. I think there's multiple Mario Karts in here too, though. But in the top 10. <laughs> right. 14. So 7 and 14 are Mario Kart. Right. They well, combine not... Pokemon Red, Green, Blue, and Yellow into one game, though. Yeah. And we'll cut green and yellow and just leave red. It's fine. Yeah, but I mean, why did they do that with this one, but not with Tetris? Um, <laughs> I assume because uh, Pokemon Red, Green, Blue, and Yellow are all the same game release at the same time by the same company. And oh, the are, same are there four versions of that one? Yeah. Oh, are there always four? Yeah, I think. Um, oh. Green was only released in Japan. That oh, might not be right. true. But I know I had a yellow and a red version, and a, I, I knew people with blue, so I've definitely seen that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough, then. Yep. All right, whatever. I don't think it makes top 10, but I think being 19th on the list of every video game of all time is pretty good. It's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that. Sold more copies than Duck Hunt, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> yeah, oh well, who cares? It's Duck Hunt. It's Super Mario 3? Man. It's a great game. 
All right. So anyway, the point is they've made millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars on The Witcher 3. That is an excellent point. We're ranking greatest games by all time simply by their money base. Mm-mm. I don't think that's right either. But that's a that's an argument for a different topic. It's a good metric to use here uh, for simplicity. It is. Let's let's not argue about the artistic value of Tetris. No, um, it's going to take take way too much time. Yeah, we don't have that much time. No. Nobody does. Uh, so the point is, mm-hmm. for them to be like, we're walking away from the Witcher franchise would have been really stupid, monetarily speaking. It could have been like artistically pure if they decided to do that, sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because like we've seen developers walk away from uh, the games like that. Like Bungie walked away from Halo when everyone was like, you've just made like four really great Halo games five i think yeah maybe even. and they're like yeah we want to make something else and they did and then they gave it to 343 and they've done basically fuck all with it um, garbage with it yes yep uh yeah. so i saw an interesting video where uh you've probably heard of him um what's his name blitz something on youtube yeah uh, he, he makes hey blitz he makes halo videos mint blitz or mini blitz Nope. There's a mm. there's a YouTuber that I watched some of his Halo videos. He's been making them since he was like eleven. Mm. It's like General the Kid or something. General the Kid, yeah. He, he, yeah. yeah, I know him. Okay. Been around forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mint Blitz is this guy's name. Uh, oh, he okay. did he did a video the other day uh, where he went through and read like it wasn't LinkedIn. It was something else for developers, but it was like. LinkedIn reviews of companies by former employees who like left and were writing reviews okay. about the company who and basically went through and like, oh yeah, here's all these people that have left after the launch of Halo Infinite talking about how the, uh, the company is just accruing massive amounts of technical debt because they're in a rush to get things out and nothing's being worked on properly and they just keep pushing new features to try and get stuff out and stuff done quickly and it's burning everyone out and it's terrible and it's awful. So that's a great video. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So bad times. Bad anyway, times. the larger point is they're making another Witcher game. It's like it mm-hmm. way too long to get to this point. <laughs> well, yeah, I, but I mean, the point was obvious. Like, that's the point we're going through is the fact that it's obvious that they're making more Witcher. Okay, good. We <laughs> could have this... just left it at that. The interesting point about this whole thing <laughs> is that they're scrapping the Red Engine, which they've been using to develop their games for a long time now. And they're going to yeah. start using the Unreal 5 engine. Mm. I mean, which... Did they make Witcher 3 with the red engine? They sure did. Really? That's interesting. And Cyberpunk. Huh. Yep. And Witcher 1 and Witcher 2. Like, it's their proprietary engine. Hmm. <clears throat> they decided, we're going to make a studio. We're not going to use any of the prepackaged stuff. We're going to do our own thing. And, I mean... For one shining moment, Witcher 3 sure was awesome. But from, I don't know, from different interviews and things that people are talking about, um, it just seems like they had a lot of problems developing Cyberpunk with this, with the Red Engine. I don't know if that's an excuse or not, but Mm -hmm. that's what they said. So apparently it was enough to change to a proven maker of engines. So Unreal 5 it is. 
Interesting. Cyberpunk 2077 uses Red Engine 4. I think it might be the only game made on that. Engine. Entirely possible. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, so yeah, kind of interesting stuff. Unreal 5. So I was reading about this today. Unreal 4 had some pretty big limitations on kind of open world environments. Yeah. Um, and so that's Unreal 5 was developed specifically with the intent of making it better for those types of games. Okay. So it would make sense if they're trying to make another Witcher to do something that is designed specifically for open world stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if that's what they're doing for Witcher 4, then super cool. And we'll probably see it in 2027 or something. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna yeah. going to take probably. them a while. Probably. Yeah. Hmm. Also, I don't know. Like I'm concerned that a lot of the original Witcher 3 devs are gone at this point. Sure. So who's in charge of the project? And what kind of talent is available for this? And how many people got super burned out because of Cyberpunk and left? All valid questions. Yeah. So as much as everybody loves the Witcher 3, except for you, it's I mean, Witcher 4 you, might not be that great. Why say that? say it like that? I, I mean, am I wrong? I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> like, I think okay. it's a good game. Everyone loves it, and you just think it's a good game. It's the difference. Yeah, that doesn't mean I should be called out for it. <laughs> I feel personally attacked, yeah. Well, so this was shouldn't. a safe space. It's just your, uh, just your preference. I mean, no one should attack you for your likes and dislikes. So why are you attacking me? Yeah. Good question. Okay. I'm I'm just at this point I'm just reading through a list of games that came out in the end, Unreal Engine Four and being like, where are the open world games? Right. Uh, I've seen a couple like PUBG and Satisfactory, uh, hmm. Ark Survive Evolved. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have about forty thousand Eternal Crusade. That was not a good game. Not well received. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Oh, I have, like there's some, but there's not like a bunch. I'm not like going through here, mainly like, well, the last five Assassin's Creed games were on it, right? You know, something like that. Where, but it's just interesting. I had no idea that it wasn't good for an open world game. Something you learn something new every day. That's True fact. Takeaway. That's the takeaway. Yeah. So developers avoided it if they were making an open world game, and they're tried to fix that with Unreal Five. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see if the next, yeah. you know, the next five incredible open world games are on Unreal Engine Five. Yeah, could be good. Actually, is that out yet? Well, Unreal Engine Five. Yeah. Um, I just had the tab open. I should have looked at it there. Uh... Seeing some first look stuff back in 2020. A preview is available in 2021. Yes, it is out. There's a preview though, right? Is it out? Uh, out. Of the engine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The okay. engine's out. Um, okay, okay. I've got a list here on Wikipedia of games. It's like 12 things long, of which maybe three or four of these games are actually out. Well, it looks out like. already? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so games that are out. Well, games that it says that are out. I don't remember Ark Survival Evolved 2 having like a sequel. Well, Ark Survival <laughs> Evolved having a sequel called Ark 2. Apparently that's out, or at least it claimed to be out this year. It's apparently running it. Um, 
Black Myth Wukong, uh, a game we've all heard of and played. Uh, Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, hours and hours in that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fortnite. Um, okay, whatever. Fortnite, yeah. sure. Uh, Redfall. I mean, it's made by Epic, and Epic makes on the Unreal Engine, doesn't they? So. I ass- That'd be really funny if they didn't. That'd be really <laughs> funny. Uh, a game called Redfall. Sure. And The Matrix Awakens. That one people are excited about. Is that one out? No, it's uh, it says it was released December 9. What? The Google says... Oh, so it's like a tech demo. Yeah. Okay. So it's not. I, I mean, it... I think it's technically a game. Is it a game? Uh, I, I, yeah. I mean, it has a defined failure state, I imagine. Why can I only okay. download these for consoles? Screw you, console gamers. No one likes you. What the crap? Honestly? <laughs> Apparently. Uh... Yeah, this feels tech demo for me it is a tech demo but tech demos are still games <laughs> i mean i'm Maybe. not saying i'm not saying they're great games <laughs> i'm not saying this is in the top 10 of tech demos <laughs> but like if you gave this to a five-year-old they'll be like this is a great game uh yeah because when i was five I lived off the demo discs that came with PlayStation Mags. So getting right. Demos. I'm not talking about you kids. I'm talking about kids in 2022 who uh, do not have that experience. Not 1995 kids. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't either. There's this other game that they... I saw this demo for it where you're like mm-hmm. exploring this kind of canyony area. Of the Matrix? Did you see the demo for that? Nope. Oh, oh, it's oh. Like, oh. Uh, it's okay. So you're like gliding down it's, a cliff yes. or something. Yeah, it's like squirrel suit guiding, gliding yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like base jump. Yeah, what is that? I don't even know what that is. That, is that just it, more tech demo stuff? <laughs> that was entirely a tech demo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that looked so, kind of fun. Like I'm kind of yeah. bummed. Like, yeah. Um. Okay. So that's probably the difference between a tech demo and it being a game and not is if. Those are live or pre-rendered. You know, if it's just like one big mm. cutscene made to look like a game, obviously that's not a game. It's a movie or a cutscene. But right. if you could theoretically launch that and then do that, even the fuck? Oh my! There's a phone going off in my house. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> my phone's here. It's not making any noise. What was that? Um. Yeah, if you can theoretically load it up. And even if it's all you have is like run and jump and then get to the bottom, that's still technically a game. Sure. As long as it's not pre-rendered cinematics. As long as you have some level of control. Yeah. I I will call it a game. I will die on that. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I want to do the Matrix thing. I can't believe they're like, here it is for PlayStation and Xbox. You have one of those, don't you? Not a five, it's a four. It only works for five. Get a five. So I can play the tech demo for a Matrix game. Well, yeah, then, then so, you... <laughs> okay. So as far as any full-fledged $60 AAA games that have been made on the Unreal Engine 5, do any of those exist? Can we buy them? 
doesn't um, seem like it. It seems like we're on the demo stage. Well, Fortnite's free to play. <laughs> <laughs> so no, you can't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they're disabling building in Fortnite for like a week for like lore reasons. For lore reasons? Yeah, Reddit was going nuts about it. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care. Um, I don't either. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Building in Fortnite feels like that's the thing that makes it stand apart. Why would yes. you turn that off? Lore reasons. It's for the story, L- man. Aren't you following reasons. the story? The st- I don't know. Look, I'm still paying attention also- to Fortnite story when they announced the Emperor is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how there's any lore for Fortnite when every pop culture character in existence is in that game. Like, how mm-hmm. does that make any sense? Spider-Man's in that game. Spider-Man like, what, the Master What's your Chief? lore with Spider-Man being in that game? Yeah. Yeah, it's all uh, stupid. Anyway. Well, he, he opened a portal at the end of No Way Home and jumped through it and ended up in Fortnite. Genius. Yep. Done. You're Sold hired. Yep. Yep. Hi, me, Epic. <laughs> I'll write your game story. <laughs> There's a YouTube video for the Matrix Awakens thing that you can watch if someone else play Ooh. it. Wow. It looks pretty good. I don't know if it's blowing me away. I mean, the interesting thing is because it's the Matrix, I'd expect it to be a VR demo. Ooh, I don't know good why. point. Yeah. Get in there and like lean back and dodge some bullets. Yeah, yeah. Pull over, crash on your uh, coffee table and shatter it. You know, all the usual VR stuff. A lot of like machine gun shooting. Oh, is it? I don't really associate it with the Matrix all that much, but. That's okay. Fair enough. You get to kill a helicopter. It's always Ooh. fun. Anywho, so yeah, that's what CDPR is trying to do. There's a lot of sentiment on Reddit about not pre-ordering Witcher 4 when it becomes available because of the whole CD of the cyberpunk. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I will put money down that people will pre-order it. They will, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because they'll be like, I know they've had problems, but man, I love The Witcher 3 so much. Mm-hmm. So Omicron won't be saying that, obviously. No. But a lot of people will. No. Uh, so, I haven't, I don't know the ending of Witcher 3. Is Geralt still alive? Like, is he still yeah. doing stuff? Okay. He's kind of retired. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's kind of like purchased a home out on some vineyard somewhere and just like hanging out. Yeah. So with his do love interest that you chose, I guess. Okay, so our new protagonist. Or... So they're thinking Siri. Okay. <clears throat> they're thinking she gets to be the protagonist of her own stories now, which is kind of fun. Mm, fair enough. I mean, she's got like world hopping capabilities because Elder Blood magic stuff. Sure. People thought she would be in uh, Cyberpunk. Really? You heard about this? <laughs> no. So in Witcher 3, like you're trying to find Ciri for most of the game, right? And you find mm-hmm. her. And she's like, I was running from the Wild Hunt and I went to all these different worlds. And one of them I stayed in for a while and it was crazy. She's like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it if I told you what it was like. And Geralt's like, tell me. And she's like, there's mechanical horses. And like, she's talking about cybernetics and stuff in her own terms and everything. So she's yeah. clearly in some, you know, cyberpunky type place. Mm-hmm. And then Geralt's like, oh, come on. She's like, you, you dick. Like, I told you, you wouldn't believe me. You can't be like, you can't force me to tell you what happened and then not believe it. Right. Anyway, but then, yeah. So then she wasn't in there at all. There's like a tiny little Easter egg. This is an Easter egg that I found on, yeah. Yeah. 
Anywho, so yeah, series centered probably. People have said it would be cool if they let you create your own Witcher. Oh yeah. So instead of being named character, they just put you on a different continent in an unfamiliar environment, and you get to develop who you are and what your skills are and everything. So cool. I think that'd be fun too. But I don't know. It really sounds like they're in the planning stages of this thing already now. So mm-hmm. I don't think they know what it's going to be yet. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe maybe it'll just be Geralt gets to start like dimension hopping and. Witcher 4 is actually Cyberpunk 2. No. <laughs> Imagine that plot twist, right? They're like, hey, new, new Witcher game, and it's all like riding around on roach and fighting monsters, and then like an hour into the game, you hop in a portal, and it's like, wake the fuck up, samurai. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, mo- the rest of the game is just Cyberpunk 2. <laughs> that would blow everybody's mind. Holy cow. That would uh, that would elicit some uh, refunds, I imagine. It would. It okay. absolutely would. But holy smokes, that'd be the biggest. That'd be like the biggest video game story of the year if they could pull that off and like mm-hmm. not have it leak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. I like it's your t- idea very much. I'm going to email CD Projekt Red. <laughs> <laughs> Dear CD Projekt Red, I really love The Witcher, but like this would be awesome. <laughs> Please subvert the expectations of your most loyal fans and give them the thing they disliked the most. <laughs> and the thing that they do not want, probably. You will make some money with my plan. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I mean, that's what they did with Cyberpunk. The first three hours of it is a very different game from the rest of it. That is true. That is true. They're very familiar with a bait and switch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I like it a lot. All right. That's enough talking about CD Projekt Red. (laughs) I think that's all all the time they deserve at this point. Quite possibly. Mm. We'll build them if we keep talking about them. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anything else going on in the video games world? Hmm. No. Oh, 86 wrapped up its season. Oh, did it? Second half of the first season. Second half of the first season. It's now over. It's very confusing. Uh, My brain considers them two separate seasons, but they're not. Right. Excellent. Well, if it's wrapped up its season, I can finally watch it. (laughs) Hooray. Yay. I think it's really good. I think the first season ends very well. Excellent. I look forward to it. Awesome. Yeah. I am so ready for a new season of anime. Cool. I am so ready because I mean I talked about this like six weeks ago, but the the four shows that I picked to watch were all like very similar Isekai's to the point where I forget which one is which. Uh, <laughs> this character's not in the oh wait. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, weren't they no, they were going to that other place through that other thing to get that other MacGuffin for the guy. But now the guy's here and the MacGuffin's back there? (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds rough. Yeah, I mean, I cut one of them out and it got a lot better. I'm not going to lie. Cut the worst one, trimmed the fat a little. I got much better. I really... (laughs) Good job. Okay, so there's a show, one of the shows that I'm enjoying. is called uh, How the Realist Hero Saved the Kingdom or something. Oh boy, Uh uh-huh. Basically, a hero gets summoned to a fantasy world, and you know they're under orc invasion or some shit, like demons. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm not a fighter, 
uh, but your country's falling to shit. I'll become your king and I'll lead you guys through like an economic revolution. <laughs> and that's how he <laughs> saves the kingdom. <laughs> of course. Right. So that's, that's kind of enjoyable. I wish they went a little more into the hows of it rather than just like, well, in Japan, he was training to be a civil servant his entire life. And that's why he knows everything. And, everything there is to know and it's like oh he had the bright idea of sanitation like, oh okay. what wow that was that was great i'm sure glad we wasted an we episode on that we shouldn't poop where we drink what yeah pretty much yeah. uh but it, it when they get to like diplomatic incidents uh between other nations and stuff it is kind of interesting where he's like i'm gonna offer a different solution that no one saw coming because i'm a brilliant guy yeah I mean, it's not right. great writing, but it's it's above average for what the show is. <laughs> that, that's that's my highly rated TV viewing experience for you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, eighty six is better than that. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm glad to hear that's it. That's what look- I can. That's what I can give you. I'm looking forward to binging something good. I've been looking through and I'm like, uh, I don't have anything. Uh, I, so I almost things. finished um, The Faraway Paladin. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I left that to binge it and I got to like the second to last episode and I don't remember if it's in the first book, but because you only read the first one, yeah? Correct. Does that go through to where he meets the elf? I don't remember an elf. Okay, okay. So basically, at the end of it, I think it's the second book then, he basically goes on a like a super depressing moment where he realizes that he's overpowered. Like, he somehow didn't know he was mm. overpowered. And then he's like, I can't bring my friends with me. I, they'll just die. Like, he almost died this time. If something had gone even a slightly bit worse, he would have been, like, ripped in two by this giant monster. I have to go kill it myself. And it's like, you were just there with him and a bunch of other people and you all got your asses kicked. Why can you now suddenly do it by yourself? And he just gets so mopey. <laughs> and then his injured friend who's on like the verge of death just like bitch slaps him into the mud. And he's like, look, nice. I can look after myself. I'm here to make these decisions too. Oh, I just can't stand the character at that point. <laughs> yeah, whiny main characters are difficult to empathize with. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, I think. Yeah. Which is annoying because he was more or less fine up until that point. Um, A a little preachy, but I mean, he's a paladin and a priest (laughs) the entire show. So, Hmm. yeah, it's it's difficult when he goes from I need to pray seven times an episode to I need to whine seven times in a minute. Um, Not great. Bad, in fact. Not not great. And I I stopped there and I look at him in my queue. I'm like, I should just finish it. Yeah, fair. Yeah. So I'm ready for something <sighs> good. Ready for something good. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Let's yeah. see. Attack on Titans insane. Yeah. It's very, very leaned hard into a war is hell story at this point. Yeah. So if that sounds interesting to you, you have something to look forward to. I mean, I've seen that before. Um, yeah. But like uh, leaning. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It's not a new message by any stretch. No. Um, I've also seen manga spoilers. So. Ah, uh, okay. So you know. You know where it's going. 
So, well, I haven't had everything spoiled. I, <laughs> okay. I, I just have a couple like key things that I like. I don't know if that's serious or not, or if it's just coincidence is symbolism. Obviously, I can't say anything because I don't want to spoil nope. even the slightest sure interview. I, I mean, even just telling you that it ends might be a spoiler. Did you know the story <laughs> ends? <laughs> Uh, I am aware there is an ending, which is real nice because stories that never end are not good. Well, I mean, at the end, he could go through a time portal and have to relive everything. Uh, and he's just like stuck Ooh. in a loop for all time. Like there is that kind of non-ending ending. I think that counts as an ending. Yeah. yeah. I do. Yeah. If you just have to go back through to the exact same thing again, then yeah, there's an ending and then it starts over. Mm. Fair enough. But breaking the cycle is a whole new story now that you're aware of the cycle. And that's true. If it turns into a new story, then sure. That's mm-hmm. not ending at all. But if he's stuck and can't, who knows? I guess the story doesn't end at that point. Because uh, we true. need to we need to know if <laughs> what his level of perception is. But I can tell you that the story ends. Excellent. I'm glad the story ends and we don't yeah. just cycle through over and over in mm-hmm. a cycle of suffering. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Cycles. <sighs> Excellent. Yeah. Well, good. Anything else we need to cover before we wrap this up? No, I can't think of anything. Okay. We covered all the nerd stuff. Not top of my head. I bought a new graphics card, which we I think we you, talked about. You did, yes. Yes, I did. And it's it's great. Um, I've got images displaying on its own LCD screen built onto it for some reason. Uh the problem is yesterday or the day before I woke up and I checked my email and I immediately got an email from the supplier, uh, from the retailer that I got. It's like, hey, the uh, the card you just bought, uh, it's dropped by $200. Uh, it's oh, even, nice. It's even cheaper now. Uh, in fact, uh, even the next model up, uh, cheaper than the one you just bought. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, for anybody listening to this or watching this, if you're having a hard time getting a 30 series video card... Go to Australia. They have so many of them. We're putting it on sale right yeah, now. It's true. We are. Um, we're considering like dumping them just because we have to. Like they're taking up so much space in our warehouses. Yeah, they're just dumping them into the ocean. Yeah, just yeah. huge like huge cargo ships full of them. Mm-hmm. Can't mm-hmm. find anyone to buy. We're giving them to underprivileged city kids to use as street art to glue them on walls and make like a sort of <laughs> mosaic effect. <laughs> oh my gosh so terrible it's all terrible but seriously Australia has all the cards that's where they are yeah we have all the cards it's true yeah so if you can't get one get mad at them all your cards belong to us yep yep all right All right, cool. So that is going to be it from us today. This is Ben, Somicron, and Falcon Paladin with another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Thanks for watching us or listening to us on twitch.tv slash Somicron. The schedule is on the Discord. Sometimes it's on Monday. Most of the time it's on Tuesday. It's true. Or Wednesday. If you're on Australia. Anyway, support the podcast directly at patreon.com slash Somicron. You can also support us by buying merch at falconpaladin.store and until next time thanks for watching or listening and you take care of yourself bye